you're tuning in with your girl Tanya and Damar and we are the Zenials. I don't know the lyrics though. Okay, sorry guys. Welcome back to the Zenials. Okay, I've given Damar my cold, hence why now she's coughing in this episode. Um... Please bear with me, guys. I'm yeah. actually, you don't understand. Today is the first day that I've actually been alive. Yeah, sort of. And I'm just in like a very like weird. Yeah. I don't know. Being just weird. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So bear with us today. You're gonna you're gonna hear me drinking my water. Because hydration is key. That's true. I was literally just telling Demar like. I literally don't drink enough water, mm-hmm. and I just tend to like how much better I feel since actually drinking like two liters of water a day. <laughs> I know it's so basic, <laughs> but I got there eventually. Okay, so get us get into this. What we are talking about today um, is a lot more, I guess, serious than what we usually do. I mean, I feel like we do serious topics, but. I feel I like this one, I feel like, might be touchy-touchy for some people or yeah. whatever. And I'm just going to get out now. If you're too sensitive, like, you take things way, like, take it to heart, this episode's actually not for you. I'm so yeah. sorry. Because mm-hmm. um, we're, we're really going to get into it, because I, I think that what we're going to discuss is something that has been a thing for time. Mm. And I think in recent now, more people are talking about it, but, like, before... You know, people would not talk about it as much. Um, so it's all about, you know, cultural appropriation and all that jazz. I mean, it's a big, it's a huge topic, to be honest. And it's it's way bigger now because everybody's a bit more educated. Mm. And, and I feel like there's actually more resources out there yeah, to yeah. educate yourself on it. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like now there's actually mm-hmm. less of an excuse. Yeah. To not be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing me, I actually have like definition down. Go on. Um, it says inappropriate or not acknowledging adoption of elements of one culture or identity of another culture. Um, yeah, I thought that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> that's from yeah. Oxford Dictionary. That's mm-hmm. your resource link, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you want to start off? Well, I mean, I, I saw online there's like so many different types. Yeah, same. I have like a list. appropriation. I think one of them was like exploitation. Yeah. So that's like, the way I kind of describe it is like you kind of cherry pick from another culture. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But it's more like, it's like the dominant culture cherry picks from another culture that isn't as dominant. Yeah. That's my understanding. Yeah, like an example, a really simple example is like I saw when I was reading up about it was like imagine a white man was to go to work with like braids, cornrows um, in their hair and they would, everybody would be like, oh, you know, your hair's so nice, blah, blah, blah. But then a black man who always wears his hair in cornrows goes into work but doesn't get the same sort of appreciation for it. Mm. It's more like your hair is not, you know, work friendly. 
it's not appropriate, blah, 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 you should change it or look better if you do this and that. And it's like, hold on, how, what I do with my hair naturally to do with my culture is not accepted, but someone of a different race Mm. who knows nothing about what I've had to go through or what my people had to go through or why we wear our hair the way we wear our hair Mm. gets to come into the same space as me and no one says anything. Everybody, in fact, if anything, praises it or treats it like it's a trend. That's where the cultural appropriation comes in. And I think the one of the biggest issues with it is that people don't understand the culture. They mm. don't, they're not willing to research it. They just see it as something, oh, that looks interesting. I want to do that. And yeah. not think about, wow, like, I want to do this. But the people who get to do this, they get ridiculed on a daily basis mm. for this. Have you, like, had... Um like an experience like have you ever, ever experienced that yourself because i can think of like yeah new like honestly guys like numerous <clears throat> examples of um, like where that's happened i think um, um not yeah. so much in uh yes okay so like when i worked in a restaurant um i i mean at the time in uni i was still kind of straightening my hair anyway i wasn't really having it curly but at the restaurant that i worked at it was very much you needed to have your hair very slick um in a bun very like you know conservative I guess in their sense Mm. and sometimes I would come and my hair would just be like in an afro or I would have it like in a like up in the like a afro puff or whatever and the manager several times would be like you know your hair needs to be a bit more tamed it needs to be more slick it needs to be a bit more and I was just thinking to myself, like, this is how my hair is. Why do you have such a big issue with it? Like, it's actually not affecting anyone in mm. any capacity. And I think at the time, like, I knew obviously it was wrong, but it was like I needed a job and I didn't really have the time to dissect what that meant at the time. But now looking back on it, I was like, wow, that was just an example. Um, there was other people that worked there where their hair just looked like a rat's nest, but no yeah. one said anything about their hair. You know what I mean? Like, so I was like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've had experiences like that um, before. But I usually, to be fair, I like to put myself in spaces where I don't have that issue. Mm. I don't really like to be around people or make it very clear as from early on, this is who I am. This is how I like to wear my hair. If you see me in braids, my hair's in braids, my hair's yeah. in an afro, it's in an afro. Um, take it or leave it, you know? Yeah, I actually experienced it more, I think, at work. I've had moments where I've been told that my hair, literally, quote unquote, like, oh, like, gosh, like, did you do your hair this morning? It looks kind of messy. Mm. And I'm like, no. Or I used to get a lot, oh, your hair's really, like, frizzy and it's just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you tie it back? And it's like, well, my hair is curly and it has volume and it does have a tiny bit of frizz, but that is just naturally my hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had that at work actually a few times. Um, I don't know if it's just also like the field that I work in. You've got to be somewhat professional and whatever. Um, so apparently my hairstyle quote like doesn't really fit. Yeah, that I like the idea of like professionalism. Um, also I feel like other cultures don't appreciate or accept like different styles of hair especially black people's hair yeah um 
I've had like loads of like family functions where obviously my hair's out and it's curly. Yeah. And I've got very like snarky remarks um, about how my hair would look a lot better if I clipped it back. It would look so much my, like you could see more of my face if I yeah. had straightened my hair. Mm-hmm. I've had that so much. Um, even in school, like that's a good, that's where I can say where it fundamentally started from. Mm-hmm. So I think I got so many comments growing up, like, oh, like, why, like, um, like my, like I always want to leave my hair out, um, but I know that I'd get comments at school. And so we're talking this in primary school. I picked up on that. Yeah. Um, and then it got to secondary school, and I was like, I bet I literally. I remember begging my mum, like, mum, like, please, like, straighten my hair. Yeah. So I can literally, like, fit in mm-hmm. and don't stand out and that my hair doesn't look messy and, like, all over the place and too frizzy and doesn't doesn't look pretty enough. Yeah. Um, And it's annoying because it took me ages to, like, love my hair all over again. Yeah. And then now, I feel like now it's a bloody trend to have curly hair and it's, like, everyone everyone's now using like cantu products and all of this and Ugh. trying to create all this curls and using leave-in conditioner and now it's and now i get compliments on my hair but it's like okay but now it's only deemed pretty because yeah. other cult other dominant cultures are doing it yeah like when a guy tells me oh like my type is curly hair i'm like it's fine go like, away <laughs> you got really no, nice curly hair no. and even then it's very much a certain type of curly hair Let's get let's keep it real. Like, yeah. if anyone's past a three C, they're not interested. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, I get that. And you know what? I think from that, that's where cultural assimilation comes, um, into play because mm. that is basically where you try to assimilate how another dominant culture is to blend in, and I think that's mm. usually the argument when you accuse people of saying that they are culture appropriating because they will turn on and be like well, people wear wigs and you wear your hair straight. I was like, we've had to change the way we wear our hair to fit in because you said that what we look like naturally is not good enough, but we still need to survive in this world. So we've had to adapt and try to fit into society just so that we can get by and we can we can live our lives. But that doesn't mean we don't go by every day thinking, wow, like, why can't I just be me? Why yeah. do I have to pretend to be someone that I'm not? Yeah. Why do I have to manipulate my hair, put chemicals on my hair? Do what I have to do just to get a job interview, just for people to see me in a certain way? When it doesn't natu- my hair doesn't naturally do that. Mm. And if I want to straighten my hair, I want to be able to straighten my hair for me, not because I feel like if I don't straighten my hair, I'm not going to get that job. But yeah. if I walk, if I have locks in my hair or I have braids in my hair, someone's going to look at me and be like, "That's some professional. That's not. Mm. That's not what it is." Um, and I don't think it's just, it's not just with black people. I see it with Asian people as well, when people like to wear bindis, which is ridiculous. Oh, that, as a, as a that, trend. That really gets me every time. Yeah. Because I see, like... Whoa. You gotta cut that bit out. That was gross. <laughs> what happened to my voice? Okay, anyway. You sorry. know, it's, it can't get cut out. Huh? Uh-uh. Oh no. Okay, whatever. Um. Anyways, <coughs> I'm nice. Started a rough, guys. I started a rough. <coughs> oh god. Go on. Go on. Go okay. On. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. The whole bindi thing. 
really annoys me. Because um, I see people used to do it in, like, raves. And they would, like, wear, like, bindis with, like, the whole outfit. And it's like, hmm. So, like, when my grandma walks down the street and people take the piss out of her wearing, like, a bindi, or if we're in traditional clothing or wearing a bindi, it's not... It's taken the mick out of. But when someone else from another culture wears it, it's now really edgy and it's cool. Um, no. The bindi actually has a strong meaning behind it. It's not, like, just a decorative purpose. Um, it's not, like, for fashion or part of your makeup. It's, like, meant to represent, like, your third eye. Like, so you, like, the way that, like, in Hinduism, we believe, like, you have two eyes seeing, like, like, the physical world. And then the bindi is like your third eye, like looking inwards to God. So when people do it, it's like you're completely, yeah, it's it's so, I, I, it actually really annoys me <laughs> a lot. Um, it's the same as like the fox eye trend. Um, it's like, yeah, same as the fox eye trend that I kept seeing like all over TikTok. I don't know if you saw it as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's annoying because like people take the piss out of people that have that shape of eyes mm. for ages, but when someone else does it, it's now all of a sudden it's actually really yeah. nice, mm. and it's so pretty to have fox eyes. And I just think it's just really like you're being very, very like insensitive. Mm-hmm. You're being very like unaware of like other cultures, and to me. If I'm being honest, it comes across as really ignorant. Yeah. It's a very... I think it's very difficult because I think even with me, I still struggle with cultural appropriation in in terms of, like, it's, like, something to, like, am I offended by it? Am I not offended by it? I don't know how I feel. A lot of the times you can feel a bit under offence depending on who's doing it. Mm. But I think the important thing is to recognise it and if you're the one that's about to do something that could be seen as culturally appropriate. You need to ask yourself the questions like, is this offensive? Do I know enough about this culture? Do I need to do my research? Do I need to ask people that if I'm going to do this, is what I'm doing some sort of, does it come across as I'm being like a fancy dress, costume, cosplay kind of thing? Mm. Um, If you answering those questions and that's and you you feel like you are doing that don't do it just don't do it and if anything if in doubt ask somebody there's always going to be someone out there that can educate you or Mm. can you can go online or you can figure it out just to see like if you're a bit unsure because there's it's better doing that than just to be ignorant and and then have like a weak ass apology afterwards saying i didn't realize i offended so many people like respectfully shut up because there's enough there is enough information online for you to find out whether what you're doing is wrong and also just because of the way the world is everybody's a bit more open now and people are opening up and saying how that's offensive to me or that's my culture that's my and you see a lot in pop culture pop culture co- uh, cult- culturally appropriate all the time oh my god i mean the famous the most so i have so many the most famous the most famous and most obvious example is the kardashians the kardashians yeah culturally appropriate all the time and they get away with it because again people see it as a trend yeah so my thing was um i think the big one that i used to really get annoyed about i think well kim kardashian she had like box braids yeah and 
like she said like oh yeah I got it from like Bo, Be- she, Bo she, Beck she or something Bo, Bo Beck. Derek Brains Be- yeah yeah and she's like yeah yeah it's from like this um 1979 film uh, movie or something right that where she like quote unquote like got the idea of box braids and it's just like that is sh- like you have a platform you have so many people following you and that's what you came out with but you know what's funny it's about that so oh, that do, you, do you know what's funny wrong. about that that's quite funny because that's even more embarrassing. So not only have you cultural, you've cult, you've cultural appropriated from a a reference that was already culturally appropriating. That film was already doing it wrong. They were already appropriating the culture as oh. it is. So then you took an example that was already wrong, and then you still did it. And FYI, the person was blonde with blue eyes. This is so what I'm saying. Just, just to put that into so, perspective. As and well. it's like this is another thing. Is like you 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 want to. It was a trend, but you have black kids. Your kids are half black. Okay, they don't get to. They won't get to grow up in the world and be do what you did, and it will be received the same way. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. That's not. Mm. That's not how the world. The world sees you as white. The world will see them as black. It's that simple. And it's like even with your own four kids, you have still not found the time to educate yourself on what you think. What you think is appropriate and what is not appropriate. Yeah, because I also think as well. Like I think people always seem to, like, ask someone that's of that race, of that ethnic group. Do you know what? I'm actually very tired of having to, like, explain not certain my, things yeah, to certain my, people. It's, it's actually, like, it's not my responsibility to educate you on something that you want to do. Yeah. There, there is so much resources out there. I understand, like, initiating a conversation, having that conversation with someone else yeah. and your viewpoints and asking them their personal experiences. That is different. But asking, yeah. like, okay, but then, so, where did, I know braids come from black people, but, like, could you give me more, do your research? Do and your just, research. Just to, like, if some people are asking, I actually have done some research for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but braids actually started, like, 3,000, no, 3,500 BC, about 5,000 years ago. And maybe even longer, who even um, knows? And, it, yeah, and the thing is, it was from, like, the way they used to do braids, it was... It was actually a form of art. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it's from like a tribe called Him. I think it's Himba. Mm. Um, and they were a tribe that actually started. Well, I I don't know started, but that's where it is originated from, mm-hmm. and it was like a form of art. Um, and now people are using it as trends and as fashion. Um, and I'm kind of sick and tired of people. Like, I think it's fine to do it if you are aware. Yeah. You're aware of like where it stemmed from, and you're not going to be going around saying like, "Oh, I started this trend," yeah, or saying, "Oh no, Kim Kardashian started this trend," or that whatever Derek, whatever his name is, started that trend. Like at least if if you're aware of where it's coming from, mm-hmm. that's being like culturally appropriate. Like you're, yeah. like, you, like you're appreciating the culture, yeah, and you're aware of it. Um, yeah. and people do it. It's not even just. Obviously, like fashion, makeup, beauty—that stuff is very common. But even people do it with black like, food. I always say this. I'll call him out all the time. That to me, Jamie Oliver is cancelled. That man—he just culturally appropriates food all the time. Mm. He like you had the audacity to to make it was like, what did he say? Jerk something rice he made something stupid he made to put in Sainsbury's, and I was like, that is not even. 
that's not a thing in Jamaica. That's not a dish. That's not a thing that you've just made out of thin end and tried to market as something that that is. And it's not. And it's like, you do this all the time. I see he does it with Asian food. Oh, it's this inspired. Just stop. Just stop. Mm. Just cook your own food. You can, you can take, um, you can take inspiration, but give the credit where credit is due. Don't now try to brand it out as your own yeah. thing. And it's just like, people do that all the time and it's just really jarring. The way that I can explain it to some people that may not understand it is like, it's like, imagine I got like, I got a really low mark on a project. And (coughs) now like, so I've got this low mark for like an F on this project. You've gone and copy it and gotten an A with like no references. And you've basically taken that person's hard work without referencing it essentially that is essentially what he's doing um but yeah i think yeah with yeah james this is yeah i think i think the thing is it's different to say that like okay like i've seen this this dish is like a common dish seen in like this country and i'm taking aspects of it and incorporating it to make a different take on the dish that's different um yeah, I just, yeah, there's actually so, <laughs> there's so many, yeah, um, I think one of the worst ones, I think, for me is, like, the whole blackface, oh, yeah, I, I feel like, I, I, I'd i hope, I'd really hope to think that we're really, like, over that, I don't know, people just, just, you know what it is, people just don't want to learn, I think that's what it is, the main issue is people don't want to learn and ignorance is bliss in a way for people mm. they'd rather just be in their bubble and it's kind of like there's so much effort to learn let me just and and the thing is when you live in a in a realm of privilege you can get away with being ignorant slap a, a very half-assed apology and get on with your day because you're not affected like people will sweep it under the rug and act like nothing has happened and carry on their day where there's people who are actually affected day by day by the things that you that you've done or the things that they naturally have that they get um you know people people don't like so it's one of those things where i think that's where the main issue is is and, and a lot of times with these celebrities who do a lot of the cultural appropriation you the most they'll say is i didn't know now i know it's just like stop saying that you can't say you don't know. Like, I'm sorry, if you're an art, a music artist and your creative director comes up to you and says, okay, this is the concept we're going for in our music video. You're a white woman and the creative director says to you, I want you to put you in box braids with baby hairs and I'm going to wear, make you put in a tracksuit with a hoodie with loads of chains. I'm sorry. If alarm bells are not going off in your head or if you're not thinking to yourself, hold on, hold on a minute, I don't know if, I don't even know if that's the most appropriate thing or let me go and look this up first before I say anything then I'm I just you just something's not right there someone's not right there in the camp no it's like that's another thing is like it's your people around you as well is Mm. also a bigger issue a lot of people are not educated around you so you just will constantly make mistakes no one holds you accountable some people may say I'm just throwing like a what do you call it like a defense argument towards what you just Devil's said. Devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, some people would say that they don't, because I don't know, some people don't live in a super diverse yeah. um, population. Like We're quite blessed that we live in London and it is really like, yeah. culturally there's a lot of like like different cultures um, 
people from all over the world that live here. Mm -hmm. So we, in a sense, we're blessed in a sense that we have, like, a lot of different cultures to, well, one, be, like, aware of other cultures that exist. Yeah. And as experience people of those cultures, like, first-hand experience. And also we have people to go to as well who want to, like, yeah, get viewpoints, whatever. So some people may be like, okay, yeah, but I live in a predominantly, like, I don't know, let's rural say, area. yeah, like a rural area where you don't have that, like, diversity. And my thing is, is that, I don't know, I don't know what your take is on, on that. Um, I get that. But also, there's the internet. I mean, I'm sorry, but I feel like you can use that as an excuse 10 years ago. But in mm. this day and age, even if you live, if you have access to internet, no matter where you are in the world, if you live in a rural area, you have access to internet, then you, you have the option to look that stuff up. Mm. If you have a TV and you have internet, then yeah. If you don't have any of that stuff, I, I don't blame you because you really don't know what's going on in the world. Mm. And most of the people that don't have the internet and don't know anything that's going on in the world are like people that live in tribes who they're in they're, they're their own separate people they do their own yeah. thing they're not part of the western world that's mm. fine that's that's something completely different and even then you don't even see them you probably won't even see them culturally appropriating because they have their own culture they have their own thing going on yeah. you know what i mean so i just feel like yeah i just feel like that's not really a good enough excuse <laughs> in, no, in my is, opinion yeah, i just yeah i was only saying this because um i basically moved to like Oxford basically during lockdown for a bit um and it is like a predominantly like yeah like white area I was pretty much like near to like the only like coloured person yeah um and like one of the branches that I used to well one of the places I used to work in Oxford um yeah I used to get so many comments on like so many things yeah um such as like for example, the spelling of my name. Uh, I was told that my name was actually spelled wrong, um, and that they did—they actually couldn't grasp the concept that my name wasn't an English name, and that actually it originates from a different culture. Um, and then from that, they would still always spell my name incorrectly. They spell it as like T A N Y A, and I'm just like, well, my name's not an English name. Yeah, so, there's ignorance right there. Yeah, ignorance. Um, and then there's also the not willing to educate yourself. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. That, if, someone's, if someone's told you where the name originates from, and I've given you, I want to say resources, but I've given you, like, information on it. Yeah. That is your cue to, like, do your research. And I think, you know what it is? Also, like, it is difficult, I will say, because I think it can be really small things that you don't even realise that are culturally appropriate or maybe not seen right. Like, I remember I bought this dress and I bought two dresses and it had, like, I think it was, like, the you know, the Chinese sort of traditional print that they have? Mm. And I remember I really liked the dress, but then when I bought it, I really looked at it and I said, something about this, this feels really wrong. Like, this feels really right because I know how they traditionally dress. It's quite conservative. It's, like, a certain sort of shape they have it's like a high color yeah yeah but this dress has got like a high slit it just feels like it's kind of mocking the, the, the traditional prints mm. and i 
I was like, there's something about it doesn't sit right with me at all. I even asked my friend about it, who is Chinese, and she didn't have a problem with it, but I still didn't feel comfortable wearing it because I felt like I was, it didn't feel appropriate because I was like, I don't really understand, I don't know the history behind why they wear that print, why they have the shape they have. So I feel like just to see it just been sold as like a like a really over like a very I guess sexy dress it would would seem compared to how they would have it in like a fast fashion brand it just kind of feels like there's there's definitely there's no thought behind that at all yeah there's no home like playing homage or inspiration behind that and I was like actually I don't think I can wear the dress and I sent it back because I kind of felt like this wouldn't have been appropriate mm. and that was me being able to recognize that Perhaps I was about to do something that I wouldn't have been proud of later on. Yeah. Um. Would have realised that mm, that is not. And I bought another dress that is that kind of style. And even then, it was still they still tried to make it a bit more, like shorter. And I was it just still didn't, mm, didn't it sit still right didn't sit you. right with me. And it didn't sit right with me that when they were advertising it, they were advertising it with like a white girl wearing it. And I was like, it doesn't. It just is not something is not sitting right. And, they may not Chinese people might not even have an issue with it, but for me personally, I just felt like there was. I felt like I was. It felt like it was mocking it, and I felt like I would be mocking it. Mm. So I I sent the dress back, and I was like, even small things like that you don't realize in fashion, certain prints and things that you'll wear, you think to yourself like, mm. oh, they have this obsession with like people love to cosplay like Native Americans with the. That is that shit really annoys me because like I just don't I actually just don't understand like why like what like why would you want to I was like if you people know the history about Native Americans I suggest you go and look because it's actually very very heartbreaking and you really need to when people know about Thanksgiving and what that's all based off you'd really you really be second guessing whether you want mm. to celebrate Thanksgiving but um when I learn and read up the history on Native Americans, I realised, I was like, wow, these people are really, like, dressing up. They are dressing up as them. This is their culture. Like, this is something really important to them. And you look, on Halloween, for some reason, want to dress up as them. And they're, and I, felt, d- I felt like a lot of their thing has a lot of meaning. Like, everything they do has, like, yeah. a meaning behind it. The, the exact style that they wear and yeah, everything has a strong like meaning usually it's like spiritual ancestral religious like it's Mm. very deep meanings and then you just out of nowhere and nowhere and it's not just i've seen it a lot in movies as well for some reason native americans they love to just cosplay them a lot in films i see it a lot it doesn't happen as much now but even it's like yeah i don't know i just feel like people just need to be educated and just be a bit more wary and just all you have to do is ask questions that's, mm. We're not actually asking for much. Ask questions and actually consider that maybe instead of appropriating somebody's culture, learn about the culture, try and understand and, and even think about, wow, like this person can't even do what I'm doing. Mm. And that's who they are. And I get to like go in any space and then I can basically be wherever I want to be. I can yeah. pick and choose. Do I want to be a black woman today? I could be a black woman today. I could be a white woman. I could be an Asian. You can choose. You get to you get to be a chameleon. Whereas the people who actually are those people don't get to choose. We don't get to change what we are. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like people need to learn to like 
at the end of the day, like having so many cultures is actually a blessing and it's so beautiful. Yeah. That I feel like people are so caught up in like trends and fashion and inventing new things and whatever. And it's like you can appreciate a culture. That in itself is quite the word nice but yeah nice yeah um like you can be like an ally like in all of this if you see someone being insensitive um towards another culture you should stand up you should say something you should question it you have the right to pull it question. out yeah, yeah pull it out um you should like examine that like your intentions behind it or mm. the other person's intentions like how demar did with the dress that she bought that's you literally sitting with your thoughts you're yeah. examining your intentions. Um, and then also to just, like, just remember that there are many cultures that exist. <clears throat> and you should just, yeah, just, yeah, research. Oh, my voice is going again. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's okay. Um, no, I <clears throat> I second that. I just feel like it's it's just important. We just have to do better as as people. We're all learning. We're not perfect. I'm not expecting you to just know everything i'm not i'm not asking you to dissect every little thing that you've ever bought and every think you've ever decided to wear and no, that stuff because yeah but we just don't be have aware like it's so yeah like, I, I think we i think we must have mentioned in a previous podcast um i think it might be our first ever like podcast we mentioned this we're both quite open minded yeah we're yeah. quite open-minded people and we're very much both we're very like self-aware like i think we both yeah um like well I, i'll just speak for myself but i take time out to like self-reflect yeah and see like how i can improve myself and yeah. like reflect on what i'm doing my actions like how to better myself so i in a way like sometimes i i don't want to say i under i don't want to justify it but i understand why some people still do it because some people don't take the time yeah to self-reflect some people aren't very self-aware and they don't want to be either. And that's just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's ignorant and it's frustrating because it's like, how do you better? But my like, thing is world? like, stop saying sorry. Like, don't say sorry. Just, just, just show me changed behavior. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it is. Show me changed behavior. I'd rather you not say sorry and be like, I'm going to do better next time. I'm not going to do this next time. I'm going to consider this whatever, whatever. If you just have to slap an apology every time, oh, I didn't mean to, I didn't, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. Because an apology doesn't equal accountability. No. That's all I can say. Ooh, what a word. That's like, word, my, I tell Demar all the time, my favourite word. <sighs> accountability. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that was kind of, yeah, yeah. I was telling them like, I'm really nervous to record this because <coughs> I guess it can go like. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm it, dying here. It could go like one way or another. But, yeah. Um, oh my god! I swear, at the moment, everyone's ill. Yeah. I mean, I, I the flu got me, and I don't get ill often, so the flu has. Yeah, it's got me bad. I like literally everyone around me is ill, and just pass it on to each other. But, um, um, did we even prepare? Did you weekly fails? Yeah, I've actually got one in my head. You know, I completely forgot until like we're recording this. I've got one in my head now. Yeah. My head. Um, my I'll go first then. Yeah. If you want me to. Please do. Um, 
Okay, I've actually got. I'm trying to think which one I want to pinpoint. Um, but okay, I'll go with one of them. So what I watched this really good movie called The Menu. Okay. Um. So you know, is it Queen of Gambit? Yeah, Anya, whatever her name is. Actually, I'm so bad. I'm so bad with like celebrities, actresses, and actor names. I am. Anya's her first name. I can't remember her surname, but yeah, yeah, her. I'm the worst. Like if it's like a Pokemon celebrity, I'm getting zero. But yeah, the the main character of Queen and Gambit, she's um the main character. Well, yeah, she is. Kind I've, of I've heard it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's like. Um, I'm a sucker for a thriller. I it's like my favorite genre of movies, um, and this honestly, guys, this movie is so good. It's so intense. Like I was literally like on the edge of my seat like the whole time. Um, I think I watched it on Amazon Prime. But I think I had to pay for it, but honestly, it's so worth it. Ooh, it's so worth good. it. I'm trying to like give the story, but not give too much away. Just a quick but, synopsis. Um, well, basically, it's like a group, a small group of people. They're all, well, they're all quite important people, wealthy people, that's what you want to call it. And they basically go onto like an island um, to experience this like grand, grand like menu. And it's like really like exquisite taste. And the chef is like very well known. And they basically like, yeah, like it's like certain course menus, like certain different courses. And it kind of, turns for the worse in a really like unexpected way okay um it's quite a short movie but it's like literally on the edge of my seat like the whole time it was that so good. good that sounds good highly recommend but yeah um so yeah like i said i didn't actually prepare a weekly film because i what has my weekly film been in the bed i've been sick all week um but what has been getting me through you know, barely being alive, um, oh. is I love podcasts, if you didn't know, obviously, I'm a <laughs> podcast, but I love other podcasts, and I, the thing is, I knew about this podcast for a while, but like, you know, when you just, I listen to so many to try and fit everyone in this, so basically, there's a podcast called Nailing It, um, with, uh, Shio, Wumi, and Priscilla, so Wumi, Wumi is a she's a Wumi Bello. She's like a content oh, creator, yeah, okay, okay. YouTuber. You know, she's like interviewed like quite a lot yeah. of famous people. Then you have Shia. You know the girl that does like the poems on TikTok. She's got like um, she has like the uh the braids, but it's funny. Like she wears like a fur coat. Oh, You've seen it, but yeah, like maybe yeah, yeah. her face. When yeah, you yeah, yeah, she's really funny. And then Priscilla, you know Priscilla was on um Love Island. 20 uh, yeah 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 so they have a podcast together called nailing it and it's actually so good like because it's it's actually like based in the salon and each person like each week gets to sit in the chair and like get their nails done while they like talk oh, that's so cool. and like they just have like cute, cute chats and stuff like that and i was like oh this is such a cute podcast and i'm always here for another fellow podcaster and then especially if it's black women as well i'm always here for it um as always i'm always rooting for anyone black it's yeah, just me um and it was getting me through the days where i was sick and i was like ah, i just need something to distract me Aww. so um if you haven't check it out it's on spotify nailing it and also they have the audio as well as like um 
visuals. Visuals, so you can see them, and you can see when they do the little nail cam That's and so stuff. Cute. So it's a very cute podcast. They haven't been out for a while. They actually started just after us, I think, like mm. the twenty sixth of September. So there's only there's not loads of episodes out, but it's like short forty minutes, kind of like cute vibes. So um, yeah, I would suggest that you go Love and. That. Oh my god, you said those words, Love Island. (laughs) Oh god. Guys, we, me and Tamara, (coughs) we, we actually can't wait. No, we can't. Honestly, so basically we were talking about on the way here, we were talking about like, the contestants contestants that we've seen so far. Yeah, but Um, when, when this goes out, like, it would have already started. Yeah. So I feel like maybe we'll say it for the next episode. Nah, I think we could quickly just do a quick debrief if you've seen some of the people that have... Um, okay, if you want to. I mean... Mm. I mean... Okay, we, I can't, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Can you can you sum up how you're feeling in one word? Um, underwhelmed. Listen, okay, for me, right, every year I say the same thing because the, the VTs for every single contestant is so cringy. It tells me nothing about the person. I feel like everything is very, like, it feels very scripted. And even though it might not be fully scripted, it just feels very commercial, mm. kind of. And I feel like I never really know if I like the people until they get into the villa. So even last year, even though I loved a lot of last year's cast, at the beginning, their VTs, I was not feeling anyone. I'm sorry, their VTs, like... Whoever is the makeup artist, they do it on purpose. You actually, you, you hate them. I feel like you do some of the girls dirty. You hate, you actually hate them because you cannot come and tell me that this is the same person. No, it was last year. We were both talking India. They gave us some no blue eyeshadow. Some dodgy. Don't get me wrong. You can blue eyeshadow can look really nice, but you get the not wrong, the way she did no, it on her. You get the wrong shade, the wrong, and then. Literally, I remember her coming, like, walking on, like... I was like, Jesus Christ, this woman is fucking beautiful. I was like, hold on, not to say that she wasn't beautiful in her VT, but, like, the difference between what she looked like in her VT and what she looked like in real life, I was like, you lot are wrong for that. Outrageously different. You need to be fired. Because how can sis look like that in her VT and this is what she looks like in real life? I mean, granted, it's great that you look better in real life, but still, it was like, you're doing a disservice. Why would you do that? But then it wasn't just her, though. I felt the same thing for, like, Paige. Paige is actually very pretty, but in her... They made Paige look... Yeah. I don't even know what they made I her look. Also, whoever that MUA is, like, you actually need to get sad. I think they do it on purpose. I think it's and part of the whole thing. It it has to be. It has yeah. to be. And I'm also, I'm actually not looking forward to the idea that, like, social media is, like, like banned. Like, not banned, like, it's, like... Like, capped. Yeah, I feel like I actually like following people's pages. And, like, for example, like, I can, like... Yeah, the handler. He's we were saying so that, yeah. funny. Yeah, I just, yeah. I think I don't know. I think Oh, sorry. Go on. I feel like there's one guy in it. Is it Kai? Right, okay, let's go back to this because we're so bad in it. We've just completely talked about last year. Sorry. This year's contestants. I think, I think Kai's really good looking. The mixed race square headed mixed race guy. He's square headed. But he seems like guy. the most like not annoying mixed race square headed guy. I don't have to explain it. Like he seems a bit more like mm, we can let that one slide. You know what I mean? Like he's not yeah, I think because he's a bit older as well, so it's not like... The thing is, I like, always saves every year, and then when it starts, like, my opinion changes, changes all the time. So I feel like I kind of base a true thing on, like... Out of the girls, I mean, Tanya, she's... I love... I think she's quite cute. 
she's do you know as I do you know I don't like Liverpudian accents, but on hers it's very she has a very cute accent, very isn't it? Cute. It's not like over the top where you're like, okay, she needs to be quiet. Well, who is the brunette girl? She Welsh. There's, there's always got they always have to put a Welsh babe in there. I don't know why. Oh, I forgot. Is that it's, it's like a double barrel name. Anime. It's a name. I, I, feel, like she, I feel like she's absolutely they always gotta have, stunning. They've always got to have like a blonde one in there. They've always got like. It's just like the formula is just the formula, and I think people need to realize that. I think for in terms of OGs, that formula just sticks to it. The mm. way the way they get the people is the bombshells is who they put mm. in. And remember, at the moment, I believe it's like five girls and five boys. So it's an exact match, and usually they throw in like a a six person mm. that's like a bombshell that comes in on the first match. So you know, like. Last year it was Davide. Before the year before that it was Chloe. So I don't know whether they're going to put someone in. I think they will. Like I think they will. Procedure. My thing is I don't know if they're going to do the whole voting system thing again. Oh yeah. Because if they do, <laughs> then I guess everybody's going to be packed. But if they don't, oh, my good sis, I'm. I already told you. I always root for anyone who's black unless they are really terrible. I don't root for them. But especially the black girls, I'm always. I'm always on their side. 100% on their side, yeah. army, ready for them. If that doesn't happen and she gets picked last, I think I'm going to throw something at my screen. Uh, do you know what, though? I, I will say, I feel like this year, well, I find this for all the years, the girls always look so, like, all the girls look stunning, and then the boys just feels really, like, underwhelming. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if that's just me being picky. I, d- I don't know. I get what you mean. I think... But I find that every... Every single year, <laughs> and also, I'm sorry, Adam. Um, no. like, I, I don't want. I, I'm sorry. Like, we're not. We're not recycling people. I mean, there's like, rumors. No, no, no. I don't. I don't like. I feel like last year they didn't. They did not need to recycle him, and I don't want any more recycles. In this, there, there this are season. rumors that they're going to bring back another like. No, old I, I actually, I actually don't like that. Yeah, like but, you need to move on from Love Island. You really experienced it. Move on. <laughs> um, I'm curious. We got obviously Maya Gemma who is hosting this year. So we've got like a new oh fresh my gosh, host. We also have um, our good sis India and Sam who are hosting the morning after podcast and they're also going to be on the After Sun panel show. So then we get to see... That is going to so be... It's, like, it's so it's just good. changing it up now. We've got like different faces, fresher faces. It's not the same dry ass people that we've been seeing every year. So that should be interesting. I'll make the show a bit more like... These are, um, yeah, give it give it a bit of life. Like, obviously, India's been on the show, so she knows what the contestants will feel like. And then you've got Sam. Sam is all, I think his commentary has always been really funny. And he's also, isn't he, like, engaged to Zara? And she was on the show. So, like, are he, they engaged? Yeah, they're engaged oh. now. So he kind of knows, like, the workings of the, the show. And obviously, Maya's a fan of the show. So I feel like having them now, it's bringing a new kind of, vibe to the show which the show needs to keep going it needs to keep reinventing itself and also let's not forget the last winter episode didn't was, do didn't do as well it was dry so they really got to bring out the stops i'm expecting big things because they have to because i feel like last year was really good yeah they, they I, want, really I want someone that's like a bit naughty yeah not a bit. I want someone to shit German like. I want someone pot. to go. Yeah, I want someone to cause drama. But I want like not just one character. I want multiple characters just to be doing a madness. 
because sometimes it's like when it's just one character you can get repetitive after a while yeah i think that happened like with last year with i loved ek and sue but it got sometimes it got to a point where it was just her just causing the drama and there was nobody else doing anything so it was like i need something i need the other people to be doing other things as well and so. guys look ek and sue won so there you and go she, so this is this is your cue cause drama yeah <laughs> Because at the end of the day, if, people, if you don't if you don't know the formula now when you're in there, right, they keep people in there who are entertaining and have a storyline and are favourites of the show. If you're a favourite, yeah. entertaining, and have a good storyline, they will keep you in all the way to the end. It's actually that simple. If you're none of those things, you're going to go home. They will get rid of Bye-bye. you. Because producers, they'll be like, oh, you guys vote. Listen, they will vote and then they will still choose who they want to stay and who they don't want to. Oh, yeah. I actually don't believe our votes come in. <coughs> I, 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 do, I do think for, like, who comes first, second and third and fourth, I feel like that our votes count then. But apart from that, nah. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway, guys, we will save that all for the next episode because Demand's dying. Dying over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we will, we will catch you next week. Yes. Um, um, yes, we will love you and leave you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.